I start this episode, I want to talk about something very serious. Um, there's no jokes coming. This is I'm being that serious. I want us all to pay attention to what's going on with Brittany Griner. Listen, I'm not a uh, political scientist. You know, outside of Haiti, I don't even fully know or understand international affairs. So I'm not going to sit up here and pretend to be, you know, some political scientist, like I said. But what I am is very much a common sense individual. So I'm still waiting for somebody to give me the common sense answer as to why Brittany Griner is still locked up. Not only is she still locked up, but she is locked up in Russia, who is in the middle of a fucking war. And we have people here talking about free Kyrie. What the fuck is our mindsets? Why is Kyrie being touted like he's a political prisoner? Meanwhile, Brittany Griner is locked up abroad. And you know when a nigga says abroad, it's some real shit happening. I'm not even being funny. I know abroad sounds funny, but I'm not being funny. Russia is in the middle of a war that this country, by the way, has rightfully denounced. And this country has sent billions of dollars to Ukraine. I mean, maybe they've sent billions of dollars. We don't know. You know, United States be saying they'd be moving money around and who knows. But Ukraine is on the opposing side of Russia. Never mind the fact that, you know, people here are suffering and, you know, we could use that fucking money, but don't worry. They'll just steal more from Haiti topic for another day. But who's to say that Brittany Griner isn't being held hostage? Who's to say Brittany Griner won't be made an example of? Mind you, I am praying to God that I'm wrong. But my common sense is fucking tingling. Listen, as Melvin from Baby Boy would say, you got this shit all twisted, baby boy. And listen, I know it's uh, St. Patrick's Day, but you niggas, remember what I told you. Stay out them pubs. Stay out them taverns. Okay, now I'm ready to start the episode. Mastermind made men. My success symbolizes loyalty. Great friends, dedication, hard work, routine builds character. In a world full of snakes, rats, and scavengers. Never make choices out of desperation. I think through it. Break through walls like Pink Floyd and drink fluids of all kind of alcohol, y'all. Vineyards and friends, yachts out in cans. morning good afternoon good evening as always i hope that you're all in good health uh, i know it's been a little nice out lately but you know the pandemic isn't over do what you must to maintain your health you know mentally financially physically emotionally spiritually you know whatever you got to do and look i'm way past the point of telling our people to go get vaccinated ain't shit i can tell you at this point but i will say it's not a government conspiracy it's literally science. And as black people, you know, listen, there's a lot of shit that we can and we should side eye. <laughs> like me, I'm not you know, a conspiracy theorist at all, but I question everything. So I get it because look how much shit that we were taught growing up ended up being pure bullshit. I understand. Trust me, because that makes me very angry. And I always tell people 
the smartest person in the room is the one that knows what they don't know. And that's why we must maintain our willingness and we must open ourselves up to be willing to learn at all times. And personally, I've been channeling that anger and uh, transferring that energy to learning more. But I got to check myself because, you know, I start projecting shit that I just learned. And honestly, I don't mean for that projection to come off as like, how don't you niggas know that? It's not that it's more of an I can't believe I didn't know this. I can't believe they hid this shit from us. But still, I got to check myself. And that's something that we should all apply to all areas of life. You know, I've worked so hard. (laughs) I worked so fucking hard at tempering my reaction to people who try to antagonize me. Like outside of a white person using a racial epithet, I don't give people the satisfaction of reacting. And that's a byproduct of me removing myself from people in the spaces that trigger whatever that thing is in me. And it's crazy because like I cringe at all the stories that my friends tell about me. Like they be proud as hell telling some of these stories about me. And I'm sitting there like cringing and like, yo, shut the fuck up. Like, all right, enough. You know, I'm not proud of that shit. I mean, look, some of it is funny. I'm not gonna lie to you, but I'm not proud of it. Um, I've had some real breakthroughs in this past year as far as my mental health is concerned. And I'll spend a future episode going into detail about that because, you know, it's imperative and You know, I use words like imperative because I'm a writer, but it's imperative that, you know, we know ourselves, the good, bad, the great and ugly, but not only to to know those things about ourselves, but to own it. Um, There was this recent episode of The Shop and there was this clip going around of Childish Gambino saying that he made a hit record out of pettiness because somebody told him that he couldn't. and, And then they all go on to talk about how. They use spite and pettiness as motivation. And you know what? I understand it. And I understand it because I lived that way for so fucking long. But as I've grown older, I'm I'm more interested in proving myself right than I am in proving anyone wrong or anyone anything, to be quite honest with you. See, the only thing about pettiness and spite that we need to understand is that it never ends. There's no satisfaction at the end of the thing. You're going to be stuck looking for something outside of yourself to motivate you. And at that point, who are you? Who are you without other people? Who are you without other things? Like, where is your self-sufficiency? Again, these are all things I had to question myself on. These are all things that I had to check myself on. You know what the best feeling in the world is? Not giving a fuck. And I'm not talking about, nah, I don't give a fuck, son. Fuck all that. I'm not talking about all that. Because who the fuck are you trying to convince? Us or yourself? Let me tell you something very calmly. I don't give a fuck. And I'm not one of those people who have to scream about how much I don't give a fuck. I simply don't give a fuck. You don't get any of my energy. You don't see me. You don't hear from me. It's not something that I try to manufacture. No. Just don't give a fuck. And you know, you young niggas, I love y'all. You know, y'all mean the world to me. Y'all mean everything to me. But I'm talking to niggas my age right now. This is something that I came to a realization to the other day. If you're older than 35, 
you were closer to 50 than you are to 20. Please act accordingly and check yourself. Better run a check. So take it and check yourself before you wreck yourself. Come on and check yourself before you begin to wreck yourself. So take it and check yourself before you wreck yourself. You know what else I had to check myself on? How mad I would get when people would steal my jokes. It used to make me furious that they copied my style. You get it? Furious styles. Because he's the cover art of the podcast. <laughs> but seriously, I used to be so mad and complain to anybody that was willing to listen. They stole my material. And then I realized that was loser shit. Not the fact that they stole my material. I mean, look, you can't spell material or original without Al. <laughs> I'm going to fucking roll today. But seriously, the loser shit isn't the fact that they steal my material. The loser shit was the fact that I cared. Winners don't do that. Winners focus on winning. And it's not so much a tunnel vision thing. I used to think that being on the grind was about locking myself in a dark room, not talking to anybody, being this angry, brooding person. No, the grind is about being in a zone. It's where it's where you allow yourself to feel and see everything, where your energy is such that nothing negative can affect that zone, where you become you become a conduit of blessings, an adapter, a plug. Yo, I got this idea, my nigga. I think you're the best person to execute it. And then what happens is, you know, people see you working on something and be like, yo, yo, I got such and such who can help you with such and such. And, and it just happens organically. Like, I never believe these niggas when they talk about, yeah, I'm on a grind, nigga. <laughs> like my brother Leo would say, all right. Okay. All right. Y'all be sounding like that, uh, that Kevin Hart skit. Yeah, real niggas all day. Just me. By myself, on the block, holding down, gutting my waist, straight face, all day, not a day, in jail, by myself, one bed, no pillowcase, one pillow, didn't nobody write me, it was early, woke up, went back to sleep, took a nap, you ever go night night nigga, you ever go night night nigga, everybody go night night nigga, what? Yeah right nigga, like sure, there's a focus and a discipline that most people who don't have high ambition won't understand and that's okay focus and discipline shouldn't make you angry focus and discipline are there to to center you and to keep you at ease like yo where's your chi at my nigga i consider myself a winner for various reasons but mostly because of where i started to where i am now and i'm not talking about professionally i'm talking about my life i could have gone down a nasty path numerous times but i thank god i thank my family and i think my personal desire to be better that i became the type of man that i'm proud of that's the ultimate win to me i can look at myself in the mirror and smile i'm human i have my days but i can look myself in the mirror and smile without trying to fool myself that is a win so in life there's different ways to quantify winning some people have happiness as their end game. Some people want popularity. I don't know why. Some people desire riches. And you know what? So long as you're not hurting anybody, so long as you don't lie to yourself or you lie to anybody else, God bless you. And I hope you achieve your win, whatever that win looks like for you. But in sports, winning is very clear. There is a winner and there is a loser. I'm a Knicks fan. 
I know the difference. This idea that rings culture is so toxic. I'm sorry. What is the point of professional sports? Make all the money that you want. Take care of your family as you should anyway. Do all of that good stuff. We love it. But that's also the problem. And we're all to blame. That's why I only talk about the sport itself. Sure, I'm going to salute someone if they do some fly shit off the court, off the field. That's dope. But I'm more interested in the actual games. You see, the story you can tell about sports has become bigger than the actual result of winner and loser. And stories, as we all know, can be pure bullshit. Just go read the Bible. I don't care about the story. What actually happened? Who won? Who lost? The Pistons owned the Bulls. That's the result. Jordan was by far the best player on the court every single time the Bulls played the Pistons. But fuck that story. Jordan's team lost. Keep in mind, I hate Michael Jordan. I'm not here to defend Michael Jordan. Knicks went to the finals in 1994. Knicks went to the finals in 1995. Nine, excuse me. What happened in the 93 offseason? What happened in the 98 offseason? Jordan retired. That bastard was in my way my entire childhood. Now, granted, the Knicks lost both of those finals because we're the fucking Knicks. But this is to show you how much I hated Jordan. So this is not to dump on the next person I'm going to speak about. But I do wonder, why does LeBron get the grace of, well, he lost, but, but, but. And then people bring up year 19 and they bring up the 38 hashtags. And all that tells me is that someone accomplished more in a shorter period of time. You can't fool me with words. And now the new thing in basketball, that's my new favorite thing in basketball, is how they say someone is a two-way player instead of calling them an all-around player because they're trying to protect, you know, who. I thought being a two-way player was, the, was what I did when I was getting your auntie's number in the club when I used to have her beam me on my two-way. I thought I was a two-way player. Maybe I was an all-around player. I don't know. All-around player is somebody that plays offense and defense because if that's the case, all-around player should only be, you know. And honestly, I'm not even here to talk about sports. I, you know, I don't usually talk about sports on here. I'm just upset that the Yankees didn't do anything this, support, this fucking offseason. They're so content with being mediocre. That's not the Yankees I grew up on. George Steinbrenner, George M. Steinbrenner. You know you got to put a nigga's a middle initial. Cause you know I hate middle initials. Cause who the fuck do you people with middle initials think you are? Who in the fuck do you? I'm not calling you by your middle initial. But George Steinbrenner, George M. Steinbrenner. I will call you by your middle initial. Because you would not have done this to me this offseason. This is not what I grew up on. And I think that the Yankees are very content. Because there's so many teams being let into the playoffs. So at the very least, they can say, oh, we were a playoff team. We were in playoff contention. We were competitive. Look, I'm the most competitive person I know. And I'm not just saying that. But I'm not just competitive to say I'm competitive. I want to win. Like Nick fans throwing a parade for themselves after one. Yuck. Ew. You threw yourselves a parade after one play. What are you doing? Don't you niggas got work tomorrow? You don't got a family? I couldn't look at my family in the face after that. I'd be ashamed. This guy once told me, he said, um, moral victories are from minor league coaches. And then a few years later, he told me, that's life. Winners and losers. 
drug dealers and abusers. America like me ruthless. And whatever. Anyway, this other guy, he told me it's still all good. That's my time. Black people, I love us. Let's stick together. White people. And do remember, the light at the end of the tunnel is your own reflection. And I'll see you on the other side. Stereotypes of a black male misunderstood. And it's still all good. Uh. And if you don't know, now you know, nigga. You know.